Ladies and gents, my name is Brandon Stover. Welcome to the How to Solve Climate Change course from Plato University. Causes, systems, obstacles, solutions to this global challenge is what you're going to learn here today. When you're ready to learn more skills, join us for free at Plato.University. Let's get started with today's lesson. You've heard the most prominent solutions proposed for this global challenge. It's now time for you to create a plan for the action you wish to take in the world in order to solve this problem. You can contribute to one of these solutions that we've presented, or you can create an entirely new one. While you were listening, you were evaluating the solutions. You were looking at who or what benefits from the solution, who or what is harmed from the solution, how effective are these solutions, what are the consequences of these solutions? How feasible are they to implement? What will be required to implement the solution? And most importantly, are you interested in it? And would you be excited to contribute your skills to that solution? Or what solutions are missing and can you create a new one? These are the questions that you've asked yourself as we've gone through this course. And if you haven't, I would like to give you some space to do that now. Having gone through those questions, you may have an idea about the solution that is required to solve this global challenge. It's time to finish our process and to make that solution a reality. What does this process look like? Well, first, choose a solution. This is going to be your hypothesis about how this global challenge can be solved. Remember, we've gone through the process of systems thinking. We identified the problem. We looked at the patterns of behavior underneath them and the system structures that contribute to those patterns. And we looked at some of the stakeholders and mindsets that contribute to those systems, which contribute to the problem. During that process, you may have seen different leverage points, areas where we could do the most effective change with the least amount of resources. You're now at the point where you can start to create a hypothesis that if I made a solution at this leverage point that addressed this root cause or the system or this way of thinking, it could actually help solve this global challenge. Your next step is designing a plan for how the solution will be implemented. You'll then use that plan to implement your solution. As you're doing so, you'll measure the results of your implementation. This will allow you to assess the solution for its effectiveness at actually solving the problem. We're not trying to just pay lip service here. We're actually trying to solve this global challenge. So you need to measure how well your solution is doing. Because if it's not doing well, then your next step will be to iterate and develop a more effective solution based on what you learned from that first implementation. And then you will apply and continue this process until the global challenge is actually solved. So you're gonna come up with a solution, design a plan for it, implement it, measure it, assess how well it's doing, and then keep iterating until we solve the challenge. So today, Let's actually discuss and help you to develop your plan. I'll have a resource available for you at Plato University that will help you to actually visualize and develop this plan out. But I'm going to go through the steps here in the lesson. So when you're developing your plan, the first thing that you're going to want to do is set an objective, a goal, a North Star. What exactly are we trying to accomplish here? Next, we need to get a picture of where we are now and where we're going. So what does this problem look like right now? What does this area that you're going to intervene look like right now? Then write down what will it look like when we succeed? What is our definition of success? 
how has the system changed after we've made the intervention. Then you're going to list out your action steps to get you from point A, what it looks like now, to point B, what it looks like after we've taken the action and made the change. What are all the steps that you need to do in order to make that change? List those out. For each action step that you listed out, you're going to need to include the individuals involved at that step. This is going to include all the stakeholders that you identified or may be working with at that action step. You're going to list out the resources needed to actually take that action. You're going to list out some sort of timeline or date by which the action should be completed. You're going to list out the potential difficulties of accomplishing this step. What's going to hold you back from actually taking that action? These might be outside obstacles, or they could be even internal obstacles, fears that you have. And then finally, what does success look like at this step, and how will you evaluate it? How do you know the step is completed and that you need to move on to the next step? To give you an example of how a plan may be laid out, let's return back to our example of type 2 diabetes in children. We use this example in our iceberg model, so now we're going to actually make a plan to address it. Following this plan, our long-term goal is to make all foods healthy, sustainable, and humanely produced. Our measurable objective is to have Congress end subsidies to agriculture practices that contribute to type 2 diabetes. Currently right now, industrial agriculture is subsidized by taxpayers, which keeps unsustainable foods and practices inexpensive so that the true costs of these foods are not passed to consumers. Meanwhile, locally sustainably grown foods are not subsidized, making the health option harder to access. So we're trying to move from the subsidized industrial agriculture to a vision where they're not subsidized. So what action steps could we take? I'm going to list out in this example a few action steps that we could take, and then I'll go through one action step where you go through the entire process of listing out each one of the things needed, including individuals, resources, timeline, difficulties, and what success looks like. So our action steps to reaching this goal can be first to schedule calls with legislators on Senate and House committees in agriculture, energy, natural resources, and health. We can question the validity of subsidies and request support in drafting new legislation. And we can determine legislative history, for instance, if previous efforts have been made to repeal harmful subsidies and why these might have failed. This is going to be our first action step. After we've done that, we're going to move to action step number two, which is drafting legislation with the help of the senators, representatives, and congressional staff. Once we've completed that draft, we move to action step number three, where we share that draft bill with legislators for feedback and potential introductions, sponsorship, or co-sponsorships of that bill. We can also create campaign and garner support and inspire others to contact their legislators. So now let's look at the individual parts needed at an action step. So let's go back to action step number two, where we're drafting legislation with the help of senators, representatives, and congressional staff. The individuals needed for this step are the team members that we're working with, and then the senators and representatives or congressional staff that are helping us to draft this legislation. The resources that we're going to need is phone to contact these people, internet, computers, and some basic writing software. We're going to need Word on our computer. We may also need some of the books and copies of previous bills that have been tried to pass or pieces of history that we've uncovered. Our timeline for this step is probably going to be a few months. Now, you can set an exact date or you can just create a rough estimate. 
We're going to need about a month to write this bill and do it with all of our people. Next, you'll list out the potential difficulties. One of these may be a lack of previous bills to serve as a template for this new legislation. You may be entering into new territory, which is going to make it harder to actually write that bill. And then finally, what does success look like and how will you evaluate it at this step? Well, what we're trying to aim for here is a draft of a solid bill. So that would be the outcome, is that we actually have a bill that we can move on to action step number three that we get feedback on. Now you can see if we actually went through this plan where we talked to people, researched what old bills were going on, drafted a new one, got feedback on it, and then maybe actually got it to get enacted and put in place, that that could have an impact on the food system and then ultimately impact the problem of type 2 diabetes in children. So you could go forward with that plan, implement it, and assess how it's doing. Is it actually having the impact that you want? If it is, fantastic. If it's not, then you iterate and develop a more effective solution based on what you learn. This is how you will actually make effective change. Now, these global challenges are very large. And even in the leverage point that you identified, it's probably pretty complex. And as you wrote out your plan, you feel a little better but you also realize all the work that needs to be done. You may be overwhelmed, and that's okay. All you need to do is take the first step. What is item number one, action step number one in your plan? That's where you start. Now, the next question you may have is why should you step up to the plate to change these systems? Why take on these global challenges? They're enormous. Why me? Why should I be the one to do it? Look, you listen to the entirety of this course because you're passionate about addressing these issues. Most people have turned away from them, which is the reason they go unsolved. I won't lie, these problems are gonna ask the highest sacrifices of people in order to solve. Small sacrifices may be sufficient to solve small singular problems, but it is possible that larger, more comprehensive sacrifices might solve an array of large and complex problems all at the same time. So while you may have to shoulder a lot of burden and take on a lot of responsibility and make sacrifices in your life, it's going to be aimed at the highest good. No matter what you're doing in life, you're going to have to make a sacrifice. So why not make them for something that's going to mean a lot to you and everyone else around you? When you take on these challenges, it's going to give you deep access to purpose, meaning, and fulfillment. At this point in your at this point in the course and probably in your life, you've already seen the suffering and the atrocities happening. And what you've seen cannot be unseen. It's going to be in the back of your mind. And because you know you have certain skills and capabilities, there's going to be something that irks you, that keeps pulling you back to looking at the problem. Because maybe even in some small way, you might be able to provide a solution. You may possibly be the best person to solve this problem, even if you can't see it. I started Plato University with the idea that I could help other people find purpose and give them skills to actually fulfill that purpose, that they could go forth and solve many of the challenges our world faces. And maybe in some small way or in large ways, each one of us could help to make this world a better place. So my final ask, that you have taken what you learned here and make a change, shoulder the responsibility. Have the courage to create a solution and develop the perseverance to actually see it through. Be the hero of your own journey and let's save the world together. 
Thank you for taking the How to Solve Climate Change course. If you want to learn the skills to solve this global challenge, join us for free at Plato.University for exclusive content, extra resources, and actionable exercises with every lesson. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at Plato.University.